Gang, since they opened in 2012, I've been talking about the amazing rehearsal spaces and fabulous recording studio at Space Rehearsal and Recording here in Austin. Well, gang, Space has upped their game over the last couple of years and added a couple of new factions. One is a video production studio. Space ATX has taken the major leap forward in their evolution to serve Austin's music community with their new video production department. They're now offering professional video production for bands, live streaming, live sessions, podcasts, and just about anything you can imagine. They've also added a creator studio. Maybe you want to take your TikTok or YouTube videos to the next level, or it's time to stop using your cell phone pics for all of your PR photos. Their newest production room is waiting for you. You can also book their in-house video or photography services or bring a freelancer to get the job done yourself. That's space, rehearsal, and recording located just a few short miles south of downtown Austin. They now offer rehearsal studios, audio recording, video production, a creator studio, and more. Go to spaceatx.com to find out more. And take the talent train from Schmoesville to ProTown with space, rehearsal, recording, and video production. Let's get down. Johnny, I'm your host. Welcome to the show. I hope you guys have had a good week, whatever it is you do during the week. It's been a really good week here, man. It's been a busy week. I've got some news I've got to tell you about, but I wanted to let you guys know this one thing. I'm doing a show. Maybe a few weeks ago, you heard the episode where I talked to Shooter Jennings and the great Star Long about their new booking app called GigStan. Now, I'm doing a show through GigStan, and that show is going to be happening sometime between uh, July 19th and July 22nd here in Austin. Now, what happens is you buy tickets to the show. I'll put, I'll put a link to it in the text of this podcast, okay, uh, to the event. If you want to buy tickets, you can join GigStan. It's an app that you can download. If you're a musician or a venue, you download GigStan Pro. And if not, you just regu- download regular GigStan. And um, it's this new alternative booking thing. I'd sit here and explain it to you guys, but there's a lot to explain. You can hear my conversation with Grammy award-winning musician and producer Shooter Jennings and his partner, the amazing Mr. Star Long, the video game developer guy. But um, I'll put a link to this. You can go to gigstand.com to find out more about GigStand. But I want to invite you guys. It's going to be a very special show. I'm going. It's How Did I Get Here Presents. So the podcast is, is, is it's like a podcast show. And I'll be talking to A. Sinclair, Aaron Sinclair, uh, and he'll be playing a set, and then I'll talk to Leslie Sisson from Moving Panoramas, who's been on the show a few times, who I, I really like a lot, man. Really lovely, amazing songwriter, an amazing person. And then I'll do a set. So this is going to be a really fun show. How Did I Get Here presents uh, Johnny Gowdy, Leslie Sisson from Moving Panoramas, and Aaron Sinclair. Go to gigstand.com and look at their shows, and you, it'll be up there, okay? It's a fairly new app. It's a very exciting thing, and I'm very excited to be a part of it. So go to gigstand.com. Get involved there. All right, gang? Uh, hey, uh, if you're a longtime subscriber to this to this show, you know that since about 2011, we've been talking about Stitcher, Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to your podcasts and stuff like that. Well, Stitcher is going down at the end of August. Now, we have a shitload of subscribers over the last uh, 12 years on that app. So I want to urge you that if you are on Stitcher and you listen to How Did I Get Here on Stitcher, go find another 
podcast app that you'll be listening to it on because it's moving. It's all moving to uh, Sirius XM, and I don't know exactly. You'll have to pay for it to listen to it at that point, but it's still available for free on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, on TuneIn, on Overcast, wherever you find your podcast. But Stitcher is going away at the end of August. Please resubscribe somewhere else. We're going to lose a lot of subscribers when that thing goes down. Because we have a lot of people subscribed on Stitcher. So, uh, and I know that because my analytics told me so. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, baby. That's right, gang. I have a great show for you today. My dear old friend, Andrew Gerfers from the band Stone Wheels uh, is on the show today. They've just released a brand new single last week called High in the 90s. Fantastic fucking song. Great song. A weather metaphor song, if you will. Great, great song. In fact, uh, they were KUTX song of the day last week, and I was really blown away by what uh, Jack Anderson said. And basically he says, uh, Stone Wheels ushered in the official start of Stummer with a standalone single, less of a heat wave warning and more of an orange sunshine tanned flashback, flashback to cooler days, especially with the recent passing of Austin icon Teresa Taylor from uh, Texas Monthly. Uh, High in the 90s blows off the forecast and takes you on a rolling four and a half minute piece of musical meteorology, a lackadaisical cosmic Americana masterpiece that will lift your spirits, whatever the weather. Dude, Jack Anderson's a poet. I'm reading another. He's a great guy, too. But that's a great that's a great write up. And that's a true thing about this song that there's a thing about Andrew and Stone Wheels and kind of like what they represent is that cosmic cowboy era of Austin, but like what it is in 2023, what it means to all of us in 2023. Amazing songwriter, very psychedelic songs, very uh, trippy music, too, in the songs. There's time signature changes. There's all kinds of like wacky stuff going on. And there's a thing that Andrew does, like he flies the flag for that era of Austin. Whatever came out of the armadillo with the Cosmic Cowboy movement, this is what it is in 2023, and Andrew Gerfers is the is the flag flyer of that. Now, you know that I work with the Austin Music Foundation. Uh, back in 2020, we did a couple of songs with them, Nothing More, Nothing Less, and Lean Into the Light. So I got to spend some time with Andrew and really kind of see how he works. And uh, he's a classic sort of Austin guy. What, what a lot of people think of Austin, like keeping that slacker flag flying, the Cosmic Cowboy guy, he lives out in the middle of nowhere in a trailer, just kind of like keeps it, keeps it small, lives his dream, eases into his day. Andrew Gerfers, man, what a fucking, he's a beautiful man. He's a poet, amazing songwriter. Stone Wheels is a great band. He produced this, this song himself, and it was mixed by the great Frenchie Smith who did uh, Nothing More, Nothing Less and Lean Into the Light. So without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with modern-day cosmic cowboy Andrew Gerfers from the band Stone Wheels. Let's get down. Guys, I play great for dead music with. They have a yacht rock band now called uh, Breeze Cats. Oh yeah, and so they play. They do all that's yacht. The, that's the scene now. It is a scene. I got, kind of I got a friend that has has one too. And remember, a long time ago, there was um, the guys around town. I can't remember what they called themselves, but it was you know yacht rock. Yeah, yeah. Yacht rock express. It might have been called. 
is maybe that, was that a thing? I don't there, know. there's like a ba- like a band that 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 is like they're opening for like Kenny Loggins. Oh wow! Right now, oh doing all the hit, doing all those. Yeah, yeah, hits. they tour and shit. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, that stuff sounded so good, man. We're, and we're hearing modern production production techniques, and we long have. So going back and listening to that stuff where it's just instruments, no sound replacement, no uh, hyper low frequencies. You know, it's still vinyl stuff. Right, 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 right. So there's always so low you can go. We love those sounds. Go ahead. Do you know there's a bunch of new bands doing like carrying that torch? Um, I didn't... there's one here in town, Yate. It's oh, fucking really? Great. <laughs> it's it's awesome. awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's real smooth. <laughs> the catalog's written, dude. Huge the chords. The hard work's been done. All you got to yeah. well, you got to learn it. That's the hard work. Yeah, that shit in one four fives like no, that shit's man. like that's hard music. Super much so. Uh, yeah. Al Stewart, Year of the Cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, time pass. Bill Hicks used to have that joke. And one of his, I went looking on YouTube, Bill Hicks, time passages, Al Stewart, because he's talking about rock and roll. And like, it, I think it starts with, hey, if you don't like drugs, throw away all your Beatles records and all your right, Hendrix right, right, records. Right, right, right. And he's like, rock and roll ain't time passages. He does this lispy, like, fuck it. It's hilarious. I can't find it though. Did that part, that piece developed into Diet Coke because that's the thing that turns into Diet Coke. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah. you're right. Another it's, Houstonian. It's funny. Uh, yeah, I never saw him there. I never saw him. Uh, I never saw him. He live. was gone when I was 21. Okay, and and went to the comedy workshop. Well, we're seeing stuff. him on like uh, Access TV. It seemed like like here. He could, yeah, that's where I would see him. Is yeah. like either videotape, VHS tapes from friends. Or it seems like on all that yeah, access yeah. TV late night, like, oh man, there's some Bill Hicks VH handheld cam shit. Yeah. And like the the movie, did you ever watch Ninja Bachelor Party? Which one? Ninja Bachelor Party. I don't it's think his movie. That. No way, <laughs> really? Awesome. Yeah, they used to show it on, on late night. Oh it's man. Really yeah, good. maybe I've seen it. It's not I'm not It's made on videotape. It's, it's oh man, it's I'm gonna look on YouTube for awesome. that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Mitch Mitch Hedberg had that uh uh, the whole enchilada movie or whatever, Mas Enchiladas. I never saw it. Um, I love that guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He's a guy that I've, I saw, well, I saw his tribute when he died at Capital City Comedy. His sister and his family and like, they showed the movie. Oh, really? They showed, uh, you know, people got up and spoke. Like, it was deep because I was getting into him. I'd been into him for a while but didn't have the chance to see him. And when he fucking split, it's like, he left all that stuff simmering that a lot of people hadn't heard yet. Yeah, he's. It's still. My parents heard it a long time ago in the com in the on the Comedy Channel in San Antonio, and they would belly laugh. And it was like it was great to hear my parents' generation, you know, straight people, whatever, digging that kind of comedy. Yeah, and he's and so do the stoners. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, both are voraciously fan people of, of the guys. Like, oh shit! Yeah, it's awesome comedy, dude. I wish I wish we were talking about an upcoming stand up set I had. <laughs> That's a dream of mine. Like, yeah, hey, Grove, Capital City Comedy, huh? Did you? I used to have a show with com- it was it was music and comedy together every no Monday way, at Momos. Dude. Yeah. Did you give? Did you do comedy? I did or one just night. Host? One, one <laughs> night. One night. One night. One night. The dudes, because it was music. It was I. I booked my music friends, and we'd book a different host. Of, like we had like Adam Temple host one night. Okay. Like, dude. <laughs> remember Dame's Violet. Who? Dame's Violet. Uh, I remember the name. It's like a really good looking brother's band. Okay. But they, they were cousins with that band, the Loy Sisters. And, and, and <laughs> <laughs> he kept introducing them as the Loy Sisters. Like the whole, it was pretty funny. 
And they're not the Lloyd it was sisters? Really, no, no, oh. they're brothers, they're dudes. Oh, right. <laughs> See, that band Nelson comes to mind. You know yeah, what I mean? Like uh, family, or Hanson too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Good looking, long yeah, hair dudes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You grow the mane. The longer the mane, yeah. the longer you're in the game. Yeah. It sounds like. But it was good. And eventually I, I left and it turned into just an insane, coked out comedy scene. Okay. That Paulo Vasey like had to get rid of. He had to get did uh, did to get like uh, local did people we a know about come out of it. Um, like uh, I don't even know. No I remember famous. Brandon something was a uh, guy for a while. Brandon uh, he'd do talk shows. He was kind of the biggest comedian in Austin. It seemed like I know who you're talking about. Um, I yeah, I can't the, remember his last name. This was um, I know guys like Lucas Melendez. I don't know if you knew him, Didn't but he him. he was pretty active about ten years ago. Okay. But that was like in 2005. Anyway, right. whatever. It's got to be a hard game, dude, the comedy game. Oh, yeah. Respect. That's why we study it. Yeah. Fucking love laughing. It's dude, easy to be laughing. funny like at your gigs in between songs because you you have a thing you fall back on. And then it's like, oh, and he's funny too. It's yeah. not like someone's expecting you to be and funny. And no one can interrupt you because you got the mic. So yeah, yeah, if you're on a yeah. roll, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, nothing like getting laughs in between songs. And yeah. then hit a song, maybe while they're still laughing, like, yeah. oh, get killer energy build, you know? Yeah. So Okay, we started in a weird place, but let me just tell you. <laughs> I've spent, okay, yesterday on my drive back from Houston, I just listened to Stone Wheels catalog. Oh, Start right. to finish? Yeah. Okay. Okay, sonically, since the uh, since the AMF thing and since the Frenchie involvement yep. with it, yep. there is like, it's funny because your first record is great, but it sounds like a country record. It's almost like, oh, they must have done this record in Nashville. But then all of a sudden you're like, the kind of psychedelic rock took over. Yeah, yeah. I think as I got better as a guitar player and maybe a right, oh, learn a new chord. Like, oh, let's do this. Let's go here for a second. Um, which you can't really do if it's, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the reason behind that is, but I enjoy writing in the little bitty, little escapades. Yeah, you uh, go somewhere for a little while and then kind of come back. Yeah. And I don't know. So I want to come, I want to blend the composing stuff. I used to compose my uh, like instrumental music as Zentrum by myself, uh, just bedroom production stuff. And so that was real far out, real druggy. And then had Stone Wheels just learning how to play guitar and write songs when I started. And as I've gotten better at that, the two have blended. So Zentrum, the trippy psychedelic of Zentrum yeah. and the word music of Stone Wheels is finding a killer blend right now, which yeah. I probably wanted to do the whole time. I just didn't have the wherewithal to do it but yeah time heals everything dude it's brought me to a cool place oh yeah positionally i think well that the ep that came out a couple of years ago from last time you were that that's fucking great too yeah but that's these, super cool this this latest song high in the 90s what a fucking great song like high watermark just, dude yeah, yeah man i love you get it. a new and then reading that stuff that Jack Anderson was saying. Yeah. It's the same stuff we talked about last time. And the same thing about like when we were talking about getting you guys in the artist development program at Austin Music Foundation. Anar and my thing was like, these guys actually have whatever that Austin is known for or put Austin on the map now. Yeah, Like yeah. developed in 2023 now. Right, like, right, right. Even now, this is like a new step into that level of like it seems like um cosmic cowboy vibe yeah yeah and it's not like i don't think we're you know country right off the you know you're not gonna hear that but 
just kind of American music. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it sounds familiar. Yeah. But you haven't heard it before. It, everything sounds like a little bit of something. And people have always come up to us after shows. Man, you sound like old Austin. It's like, all right. You know? Yeah. I, I get it. You know? Your and, roots are. I mean, wherever your roots, roots are. Art. Did you say roots art? No, your roots are oh, in, in okay. old Austin. I mean, I'm sure they go back to wherever those guys were, too. Yeah, Slackerville, dude. But, just hanging out. Yeah. Rent was low. Yeah. Didn't have to work a lot. It was the Velvet Rut. And I know we go back because we were in the Velvet Rut, dude. We still are just slacking, you know, <laughs> doing our best. But low energy out to get energy back like an even, you know, no sense putting a ton of energy out for not coming back. So find your, I don't know, relaxing ratio or something. Uh, I don't know if that's making any sense. I don't but. know if that's a thing as much as it is just like you live as much as you work, if that's okay. Uh, sometimes that's not okay it's well not we're just lucky okay. we like doing what we work on yeah like that's kind of our, that's our life and it's like the money ain't great but the meaning is the the, yeah. the insides and the filling you up with the fuzzies is killer and it can be horrible because a bad gig can happen but at least we get to have the breadth of those experiences like well let's try it out you yeah. know wrote this stuff put a great put a band together and you know give it a whirl or do it solo you know yeah so what there was a uh, you talked to a friend of yours about uh, high in the 90s tell me about this like how where the i got the idea out. yeah yeah dude this is awesome uh, my buddy doug sims who i've known since eighth grade uh in san antonio eisenhower middle school one of my tightest buddies forever an old psychonaut buddy me and me and a crew from uh, san antonio um been hanging out for a long time but anyway in april april 13th is what the text said he sent me uh uh, weather got weather today is high in the nineties. I said yes. I I was very. Uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Indeed, yeah. I was. Yeah, exclamation yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And then the return. Oh, that's awesome. Whatever. And then I don't know, man. Hour later or something like that. In the text <laughs> log, my demo is back. I sent a demo. You know, like check this out. Maybe this is it. You know what I mean? And so the song came quick. Everything but the beginning, the intro and outro. But all every, the bridge was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like. I don't know, just some of those flow yeah. sometimes. And so this was one of those, but no, Doug's hilarious, man. And so that spark of an idea, and I put that on the socials when that when it came out, like from a text to a tune, Yeah, you know, started here. Yeah, and then here, that's why I saw that. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. Here's, where, here's where it's at. Yeah. And that was in April. So, you know, working pretty fast. We, well, in April, how is that the case? Oh. Because we recorded in February. Oh, it was last April. Okay. Because we recorded that song with Bush in February or December. With Bush? With John Bush? So it wasn't three months, it wasn't three months ago. Wait, where did you record this? Uh, well, I, we recorded this. I did it uh, on my computer. Okay. Um, just in various locations. That oh, sounds really good. Yeah, thanks. And Frenchie, Frenchie mixed, mixed it. it. yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, you could turn over a dog turd to Frenchie and he'd well yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, hyperbole yeah. hyperbole but he'll I'm, make the, he'll make the shit guy's fucking good. great the guy's yeah. fucking great yeah um and so yeah we did that first we did the ep with him six songs the two singles before that seven eight songs and then uh, yeah there's like nine songs in a row so he knows what we sound like and like does his little sprinkly dust on what'd you say that you went and recorded with bush uh we recorded who? with him and with maybe who? december wait who is bush? oh john bush john bush yeah, yeah oh that's a great pairing it is a great pairing bush is a bro 
Um, and Total he lives bro. Over, he lives over there by uh, Little Longhorn. Yeah. So you know Hubbard and Landis and all those guys. You know, freedom. bunch bunch, bunch of our friends live within about a quarter mile of each other. Um, so we went over. He was we were going to guinea pig his studio. Yeah. Because he was just getting it set up. He's like, come in and do two tunes. Um, so I can get everything. Yeah. Like I like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so now that was awesome. But that was the first time the band had run the song. Um, really, maybe we played it live a couple times in different outfits. Um, and so we did Blue Without You there, which is another one we're going to put on this upcoming record, and High in the 90s. And so demoed those out. And I was like, all right, well, Doe's Light. It's my life. There ain't no money. So I'll just take my little home recording experience and let's just start. If I at least get good sounds, I can turn them over to a mixer and they'll at least make them sound better. So, you know, I've been recording for a while by myself at home and stuff, working on home recordings. So now I'm just kind of having to, having to take it to another level so I can show the band dudes, you know, this doesn't sound awful. You know, this isn't going to be for naught. Right. So right. let's put some good parts down and then <laughs> turn it over. Dog's My dog goes nuts. To bite on. Yeah. <laughs> pillow biter. That's great. Um, <laughs> it's embarrassing, but hey. <laughs> my grandma told uh, told my aunt one day when she was doing that at my grandma's house my grandma was like you know whose dog that is because <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all humping a pillow in a corner it's like uh, it's like it's under- <laughs> they say your uh, the dog takes on its owner's personality yeah 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 sadly um so where's Ga- gary's not in the jam anymore no man uh he, he had a baby. He had the baby. Yeah, exactly. And he's Jesus. putting his own record out today. Okay, um, today. I think it's today. Does he not want to come on my show? If it's either it's either today or tomorrow. Maybe it's not official release, but he did a like a band camp or something that went up, and then he's like, uh, for the less artist friendly networks, right? We'll put those up later. Later. But this is for y'all, you know. That seems to be a good way to put shit out. Are you, oh, big time! Are you trying dude. To it's do a killer or? record, man. You know, uh, I've heard he's posted a couple of videos over time. Yeah, but I don't think we've ever heard the whole com- the whole uh, catalog of this of this album, like nine songs, maybe. Wow, I think awesome. he's doing so. It's gonna be killer. But so yeah, who's the new guy? Uh, Andrew Napsiger, who's not really new because I've played with him since 1996. Oh Jesus! In the Privateers. Okay. At Spider House. Nice. So I've known him forever. I'm still Landis since 96. You know what I mean? Freedom since 2000. Everybody that I'm playing with, I've known forever. Duran, I've known forever, but not as long as 96. Although we crossed paths back in the day. Right, right. Hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. What was that coffee shop on the drag? Upstairs coffee shop. They would do shows. Spoon would do stuff up there. Yeah. Um, What was that place? Chepo's bands. Metro. The Metro. Was that the Metro. That was it. That okay. was no, 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 no. The Metro was another thing down there. Metro. But you Coffee. know what I'm talking. I know what you're talking about. Upstairs. Yeah, I played up there. Maybe it became Metro after what we're thinking about. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, I know that. I know what you're. High in the '90s, bro. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Um, uh, the '90s. Okay, so wait a minute. So Freedom. Uh, do you see that fucking Mojo Nixon yeah, movie? Yeah, dude. Jesus. I've seen a few edits of it. He taught himself how to make a movie on Final yeah, Cut Pro. Yeah, I had Mojo on the show. And then made it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. What an interview, dude. That guy's crazy. Mojo uh, was like, he Googled it. What's that? Mojo's like, well, how'd you figure out how to do it? He goes, I Googled it and watched some YouTube videos. Yeah, man. But it's a fucking great movie. Great movie. I mean, movie. also, it's, a, it's about, I mean, it's not like, 
it's not like he was having to polish a turd. Like the, he had the, one of the greatest people to make a movie yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie's going to write itself. And if you have all that footage. But he did do a great job yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To have it on the streaming networks now, like uh, teach himself a software, you know, knows what he wants, knows the subject matter, knows great people to interview. And then to assemble all that, get your sounds, everything you got to go to YouTube. You know, we've all used YouTube for countless things. My music software, whatever. EQ tips, you know? Yeah. Mixing bass, whatever, dude. You see that EQ tip? There's a blue piece of tape on that speaker. It says something 750 dB up. Yeah. Up one dB. Yeah. Uh, Anar's mixing tip to me. For some reason... My bass, that's what I have to do to the bass track. At 250, uh, give it one decibel bump? I have to give bump. it one decibel bump because my bass is invisible a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It speaks. It speaks at that. With, I don't know why. On this machine, it speaks on that. And sometimes a bass note will kind of vanish, you yeah. know? And you can give it gain, but it doesn't really solve the problem. So I would go to YouTube and be like, why does that thing mm-hmm. vanish? You'll have to do some combing. And not everybody's a great teacher out there, but... Once you find the people that deliver the good info quickly, I don't even care if it's like metal or church music or whatever. A lot of those church music guys are out there. I listen to whatever they're working on because I don't care about the, I'm not there to listen to hits. I want to see the techniques. What do you, you know? mean church music? Oh, on like, YouTube? Uh, yeah. Oh, I like, thought you are like going to churches and, and watching dudes record. Oh, no, 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 no. no but like, uh, yeah, man, here's this new tune I'm working on. It's yeah, a yeah. praise band. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to check it. I would forward this in a heartbeat if this were on the radio, but I'm going to hear him talk it out, what he did, what improvements. You know, you can learn from almost anybody. Just got to put your filter on, you know. What do you listen to? Like, is is that a a tough question? Not much. I really don't listen to much. I don't listen to music at home. Really? Um, I listen to music on the road because I try to rest my ears a lot, especially now that I'm recording. Recording and gigs... And windows down in my unacied car is a lot of like noise all the time. So, oh, yeah. but today I drove for about 20 minutes and then I put in four or five Stone Wheels demos that we're working on just to start, you know, harmony ideas or whatever. They're early in the game. This is like the back half of the record. So I listen to a lot of my stuff. I listen to a ton of Steely Dan, I listen yeah. to a ton of Beach Boys, a um, ton of Van Halen. Weren't we talking a lot about Steely Dan when you were recording at the bubble? I bet we were. Because there was that, that <laughs> making of Asia. Oh, yeah, yeah, which is so sick. Hey, speaking of Steely Dan, on the Gaucho record, long, long legend in the Dan quarters, um, the second arrangement, this song, the second arrangement got erased accidentally by the, the studio engineer. And they had, they, they had tracked it all. You know the meticulous Steely Dan tracking methods, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It was almost done, if not done. And so somebody came in, put on a reel, and maybe needed wanted to get to the end of the song and had pressed record and yeah. play. Yeah. And so it just goes, and they didn't even notice it till the very end, like at the fade, at the fade out. I think the guy noticed it. And so Fagan came in, you know, and told him what had happened and dejectedly walked out. There wasn't anything anybody could do at that point. Right. So no one was like, oh, man, you can't throw a fit. All those hours. And so anyway, this tape has resurfaced. Roger Nichols died a little while back ago. His daughters have found the cassette tape in one of his desk drawers entitled Second Arrangement. And it's the almost completed version bounced to cassette that would have been on Gaucho. And so they had to make some other tune. AI or something? Um, No, no, no. Just did a digital transfer. 
maybe it was a cassette that hadn't been played a lot and stayed in an AC studioed and uh climate controlled studio because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's known for his engineering like i bet they would preserve all that so i think i listened to it and it was a good recording not cd quality you know but it was good enough to finally hear after decades i think gacho came out in 80 like it's been forever and so to hear that was a good thing and i could see it could replace my rival in the bras were t- texting about that my rival on Gaucho, uh-huh. this song could have taken its place. Because oh, really? I'm forwarding through my rival nine times out of ten. I, I was singing it this morning, so it's in my head. Next Dude, time I hear in. it, I'll like, listen. Huh? You're like locked in with Steely Dan right now. Oh, I've been, like, have, have yeah. been a long time. I saw them in 93. Like I was digging them when I was in my oh. 20s. Uh, when they went to Woodlands, they had first formed since uh, you know the early fucking trial of that band and it yeah. was sick me and my brother uh a yeah. couple other bras oh uh, you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. one of those nights and then we went and saw him the next year too first year was peter Ers- peter Erskine on drums and then dennis chambers and so it's yeah they're great now they got keith carlock on drums who slays man. did you go see them when they did the thing at uh acl nope, a couple I did years not, ago but my little brother did and some of his bros and so Joe always texts me when he's going. He's like, hey, man, because I guess he was here in Asia or whatever. Whatever I was listening to when he was, we were still at the house together, you know, growing up. Yeah, yeah. He got turned on to that, you know, or whenever I was in college, whenever I started checking him out. So, but man, if you want to listen how to play a perfect part, if you want to know what rhythm cadence is the perfect thing for a perfect part, the Dan, it's just yeah. it's a few albums of like perfect, perfect well, stuff. It's interesting because you are... Uh, you have a very unique drumming style. What songs have you played drums on? That uh, I played uh, on what the, Stone Wheel songs. Yeah, yeah. I played on uh, that first record. I played on that first single that we did with John Bush in 2015. Okay, yeah, so I listened to that too. That's yeah. way back. We were gr- yeah, man. The band formed in 2011. I just started playing guitar, so it was way early singing for a few years. But it's great to have that out there still to see like okay, because the growth from 2015 to 2018 Stone Wheels album, the brown one with light blue. I played drums right. on all that. But are there ever is there ever a time not nothing against George, but is, if there is there ever a time when you're like uh, like what a fool believes? Did you mm. read that Ted Templeman book? Yeah, that where is he's a like sick book. no yeah. one could play the fucking song except him. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, it's nothing against anyone. You just, nobody is has the grease yeah, that this dude has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that, I feel like that probably might happen with you because you're so, you're such a, uh, you have a, as a drummer, you have a really unique voice. Like yeah, you're a great drummer, that. but you also have a unique voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciate you saying that. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's, because I know what I'm going to do. If I'm going to record myself, I, I know my tendencies I know my fills. Um, and then when you work with someone else, when you like working with George, homeboy's bulletproof. He has killer time, um, killer sounding gear, um, is in it to win it. He's 100% present. And um, I don't know, man, it just reminded me of like working with Jeff Percaro. You know, Duran does a lot of studio work here and around. He's a very busy dude. Right. But just that command of time, the command of dynamics, um, never needing to stop because 
time is off. It's just not a you're mm. not you're not crossing your fingers when you hit record. Well, you you, you also have some ends. complicated things time wise in your songs. Yeah, like there's, there's time signature changes yep. that happen and yep. stuff, and you gotta you and he'll get those naturally or. Yeah usually it's just like we'll start recording and we'll play it like we've been playing it live yeah you know sometimes you play so much there's not enough time to address hey here's how it should really be going so when you're recording it so we'll do a few few like that like i might suggest let's try the kick here let's try this out and then we'll start wearing that coat for a little while till it becomes natural and then you've got a new feel to it that you didn't have time to do at rehearsals you know you don't really rehearse you know what I mean? If you got a gig, it's like you go run the songs down right. at rehearsal. We're all busy. Everybody has to play in multiple bands to make it make it work. <laughs> I feel like what, you, I wish that the New Bohemians played more because I feel like you guys would really do great. Like open, that's a great band. To, yeah, like a great pairing. That would yeah. be a great show. That would be great. That would be killer. So yeah. maybe they'll get. Uh, I know they're active because Bush is always going out there and they're writing um, and whatnot out at the the compound in Wimberley. Yeah, um, which sounds like a great place to create music. It's finally like it, I saw it on TV yesterday. Oh wow! On in what, Sunday in what on CBS Sunday morning, they Whoa. were interviewing Paul Simon about his new record. Dear. Have you heard that out there? Huh? Have you heard that record? No, I have not. Uh, and I want to see this it's interview. Uh, it's cool. With him. What a bra! Yeah. There's a guy who didn't take styles and be like, "Okay, I'm this genre." He wrote complicated parts. He has lots of odd times. Kodachrome's got a drop. Uh, he's almost like a Steely Dan kind of guy himself. Yeah, Steve you know what Gad's I mean? on the drums. Yeah, yeah. It's like Brecker's playing yeah, horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like same dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's a uh, really good musicianship. But Paul wasn't like um, it. It ain't country. It but ain't like late folk. in the evening and shit like that. Like oh, that's how sick. it's really unique. And he, he let stuff influence him. I mean, it's obviously like Graceland. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that, yeah. But yeah. he let. Like, I mean, that's the, the late in the evening didn't sound like anything. I remember when it was on the radio. What, what front guy lets his drummer play a beat like that on pop radio? You know, don't, don't, I mean, and he knew he had a stallion back there to ride. Gad was just going to be the guy. He he wrote his, his, uh, drum beats are Mm. like lyrics. They're like chorus. 50 ways to leave your lover in that guy too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, there's that other one, have a good time. That's in seven, I think. It's in yeah. seven or five. So there's all these like cool things that are surprising and it makes you want to play the song over and be and learn that. And then we put it in our toolbox with years with thousands of listens, it'll eventually become your toolbox too. So every and he listened to stuff deeply and intently. You know he's involved in the studio. It ain't nobody he might work with producers, but I'm pretty sure Paul's producing. My friend Kyle co-produced it with him. Okay. Kyle Crusham. Uh, I know that name. Wow. From from Skyrocket. Oh, Yeah, they wow. used to be in Skyrocket. Yeah. Dude. Okay, so uh, Kyle lives local. Yeah, so he's local. done the last couple of ED records. Okay. Too. I need to get privy to that. Yeah. That output. Yeah. So much respect for the people who make the records. Who, uh, hey, let's do this. Uh, I, let's put this on there. The product, the producer's eyes. So much right, respect right, right. for that. Um, you got to balance a lot of things: psychology, taste, uh, productivity. There's just a lot of um, things you got to balance. Yeah, which is a science. The Templeman book is like yeah. production 101. Check this out. Yeah, yeah. So great, man. And so, have you have you read Van Halen Rising? Yes. <sighs> no, that's the, also by the Greg Renoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah. I read it. Page Turner. Get I, it. I Clear your calendar it. for yeah. three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking 
<laughs> I love Van Halen. But this girl works at a uh, little Longhorn, uh, Becca Sadler. Yeah. And I went to high school with her. Uh, <laughs> if they hear this, they're going to laugh. I went to high school in San Antonio with her husband, Matt, Matt Sadler. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, speaking of comedy, Becca's I was going to throw too. him in there. Yeah. So a long time ago at a party in San Antonio, at some high school party, you know, I'm drinking. Back in my early days, I was drinking. I would go. I was, yeah, man, belligerently insistent. I think belligerently insistent sums up my <laughs> early drinking career. And I was talking to Matt and probably a few other people and saying how Van Halen is the best band, like, ever. Who can bring you such joy, such chops, and such, uh, well, elation and joy, and such power in one package? And yeah. as, I, as the years go by and the decades... I always go back to Van Halen and my heart beats and I'm singing the harmonies and I'm, you just can't help. It's so, it takes over you. And so I keep meaning to tell Becca, hey, tell Adam, I still stand behind my remarks. Yeah, no shit, man. (laughs) Golly. Pretty funny. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know you were friends with those guys. Yeah, yeah. That's a great guy, man. And I bet I knew uh, Matt in eighth grade. Same grade as Doug Sims who gave me the idea for this song. So old kind of, I'm friends with a lot of those, you know, old, uh, old school, old school people. Yeah. I, I, uh, Matt used to be, uh, Charlie Hodges partner on his podcast like 10 years ago. The name and Charlie I, Hodges I, sounds familiar. Is he another comedian? Charlie Hodge. Yeah. He used to be on, uh, the morning show, KLBJ morning show. Okay. Like 20 something years ago. All right. Anyway, uh, I used to go on there once a week, uh, with him and Matt. Oh, dude. always had a great time. You were always locked in the comedy scene then. Was it to promote that? No, no, it was because I, I, I love going to shows and I love, uh, I love off night group shows where people are working their shit out and their short sets. Like okay. they're not like 30 minutes. Like sometimes that's a little right. rough. If Just kind of trying amazing. out a new thing and you yes, can tell. Five, 10 minutes. Those are great sets, man. Probably Whole bunch, Like 20 different people. Uh, Charlie used to have one every Monday called Monkey Shine Mondays and I started going to him and, and we were friends from the radio and whatever but uh, but then I became friends with Matt that's so awesome yeah, yeah. anyway I haven't seen Matt in forever but if you're listening to Matt hey me neither um, uh, <laughs> let's go back to this uh, what kind of shows are you doing now because I was um, looking I can't see you yeah what we're you not doing? man um, we're playing Luster a lot um, and they've stopped doing music on the weekends um, they stopped yeah they're just doing like weeknight music um, so that was a place we were playing kind of on the frequent. Uh, we play Vista Bruin, you know, once a quarter. Um, but, you know, a lot of ghosts out there in the booking world, and that takes a lot of time. So I've, uh, bum, uh, bookings bum me out. I don't really hear back from people. And it's like, all right, well, I got to write songs and record songs and move on with the art of it. So the business is like whatever. So we're going to make recordings and kind of just get ears. And then when a show happens... Maybe there's money I like to be made. Far Out Lounge and like Sagebrush. We did our CD like, release at Far Out Lounge. Yeah. Um, a while back. Did yeah, I go to that? Was that? EP release. Yeah, that's what 21. I was at, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man. And then I just fell off the booking stick because it takes so much time. And oftentimes you send out 10, you might get one. That's my luck. Maybe other people have better luck. They might have better words, whatever. But uh, a lot of, you know, hit up the breweries. Hey, whatever. Something, something, um, and then, you know, I don't really hear anything. So, man, that's a, I don't need to spend my hours like that. It's defeating and not necessary. You know, I've drummed enough bands, so I'm not on, on the hook. We all do. Everybody plays in plenty of bands. So, Stone Wheels is my lone bread, bread maker. So, 
the idea, make some cool recordings, get we've reached more ears than even ACL Fest. You know, this we got a Spotify oh, you guys playlist. You do ACL Fest, right? We did ACL Fest yeah, yeah. 2019. Yeah. And that put a lot of ears on us. So yeah. that was killer. And then pandemia hit fucking you know, two months later. Or three, four months later. That was October 2019. Right, right, right. So, well, then we recorded in in AMF in, happened in 2020. Of, yeah, yeah. I think that we were all the class of 2020. Yeah, yeah. And we did our two singles over that, and then that was where we were like, I had all that, you know, left of center stuff. Like, let's put this on Forest to the Sea. Oh yeah, let's yeah. do some yeah. for this. <laughs> Freedom said somebody. We were talking about the records, and he's like, Yeah, man, I think this new, new Wheels record is going to be pretty cool. Um, you know, Forest from Forest to Sea. I don't know that that was really for anyone. <laughs> Meaning, uh, it was kind of a you know a lot of compositions that are drawn out and whatever. It's not the you're not gonna play that for Snow Wheels fan. Like, hey, check this out first. I, the new record's gonna be the shit. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I I was I guess I guess because I was I I can't I can't objectively say like I know what you mean, and I get it. But I can't objectively say because I guess I was along for the ride. So by the time you guys did that EP and it came out, I was I was ready for dude the weird wheels. Oh man, yeah, I know me too. And yeah, it, that, yeah, that record yeah. sounds awesome. That yeah. record is so badass, and it's good. Yeah, I mean your your songs are are fucking weird, but they're really yeah. good. I'm hoping this uh, jam band Spotify coverage gets some of these kids into like High Country Colorado or Overgrown Trails. Nothing more, nothing less, which we did. Yeah, AMF. Yeah. Um, some of these more long form compositions. Cause that's, you know, that's the cool shit. I mean, a lot of it's cool stuff. There's songs, there's three minute songs, there's four minute songs. And then there's stuff we can stretch out on for however long till we're ready to move on to the next part. Is there like a jam scene here in Texas? Yeah. I, um, I think so mainly with like tribute bands, like dead eye kills it. Um, oh, yeah. there's Did... a fish cover band. There's a, the talking heads <laughs> cover band. Oh yeah, Darren. There's uh, Pink Talking Fish. Became the singer of that of that of uh, the David Byrne band. Of the David Byrne. Wow, Heartburn. man, is he doing the uh, Heartburn? He wears a suit yeah. okay, and the whole dude. thing. Yeah, they was did doing a show that beforehand. I don't know. All right, good for him for getting out in front. And yeah, he's probably like, "Yep, done with the drums for now." Who drums in that band? I don't know. Do we know that person? I don't know anything about that band. I know a bunch of people go see them. Yeah, his friends are like, "Dude, Heartburn's gonna be at yeah. wherever." So. Those, uh, as far as like jam stuff, I think those those things happen, but I don't really know because I don't Is there an original shows. jam scene? Mm-hmm. Is it, they should have like fucking jam night somewhere. You should start know. that. Yeah. I'd rather somebody yeah. else start it than we just get on it. It takes time and effort. And I, I just got to finish <laughs> what I'm working on. I haven't written in forever. I haven't played guitar in weeks if besides tracking, but like all my practicing, everything I was right, doing right. before, right. taking on all this. So, and I'm kind of getting my ninth wind, so I'd love to finish it and get back to doing stuff. I love this. You don't don't get me wrong, but I do notice I was making a lot of progress getting fairly facile on guitar. Yeah. Um, you know, and enjoying putting in those hours. So whatever, it's all trade offs. As long as I'm doing music, it'll be fine. As long as I'm improving and doing music to get people's ears ear holes off, I'm fucking all about it. So. Is a jam out still happening? It does happen to varying degrees of success. A um, couple times a year, uh, it's always a Saturday night. So we've kind of not had bands the last couple times. Don't, don't, like in twenty nine. Sorry to interrupt you. I, in like twenty nineteen, I was going out with this girl, 
and uh, she lived in Houston. She came up here and she was like, hey, my friends are coming through town. Let's go have lunch with them. I'm like, sure. So we're sitting there talking. I'm like, so what are you guys in town for? They're like, oh, well, we're going to this thing to jam out. I was like, dude. Like they were, we went and had lunch with the, they were coming, I can't remember, they were coming from somewhere like Florida or some who, shit. Uh, like, who, who were I they? I can't remember who they were. Was that the first time you heard the word jamp out? No, I, I'd heard it from you. That's okay, always, okay. That's, that's what, what I, I heard. That was I was like, holy question. shit, Andrew's yeah. a friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Um, yeah, man, it's, early was cool, but for all our musician friends to take the night off, I'm going to come out, it's not a money-making proposition, really. You know what I mean? Right. Um, there's no admission, anything right. like that. And so, it just became harder to get folks out uh, to surrend- play, surrender stuff. a whole yeah, night, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. for for whatever. It's fun, and so whatever bands I'm in, if the morale's good and you know no one has a wedding or something like that, you know, we'll throw we'll throw something together. Privateers played a couple years ago, and we do it every November and April. Yep, beginning of each of those months. So there's always a couple times to hit it. But again, you know, everything gets busy. Anything I want to do, I want to do it well, and so if I don't have time to do it well. Instead of knowing it's going to stress me out by putting more stuff on my plate, it's like, it'll just be what it's going to be. That's going to, the energy I put out is going to take away from the energy I have. You know, my dad has a saying, no margins, big man, no margins. When it's just, I can't take anything else on, you know, it's full. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know my point. Oh yeah. Throwing parties and stuff like that. Luckily, Ryan and Aaron out there do great heavy lifting and it, it ends up being fun it's just that live music isn't the focus it ends up being socializing and i'm not busy putting on a production producing a night of music i'm able to visit with everybody and have conversations right. that last right. more than oh i gotta get back up and you know they're almost done whatever right. so what about like kerrville um that would be killer man I seems used to like something you guys could do um i haven't really looked into that uh, but yeah, you're right. Um, the catalog's there. I doubt, you know, we could probably go out and do like a more mellow set. I don't think they do really rocking stuff, but even oh, yeah. if mellow wheels is killer, everybody's good enough to play dynamically. Yeah. Um, that would be all awesome. Anything to shine some spotlight on, you know, this catalog of songs. Yeah. I'm all about. Me too. And so however it happens, these hundreds of, maybe thousands of years by now on this new single gets everybody to the back catalog you know, shine some light on that and creates a little bit of anticipation for the next single. Does Does Matt Esky still have Freedom Records? Mm. He doesn't have Freedom Records per se, but well, a lot of us will put his put the Freedom Records insignia on there just to fly the flag. But you know, sure, man. we're not going to get uh, doesn't get you anywhere in stores or anything. But yeah, we're all creating kind of under the Freedom umbrella. Yeah, because uh, DIY, do what you want. You know, what is that? DWY? DIY, DIY. and DWY? Do what do you what want. Oh. oh, DIY, DWY, DWY. Do you want. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, man. Uh, get, when's the next single coming out? Um, the next single? I don't know, man. We're going to go work on it today. Put backing vocals on it. Um, it's That's co- another thing I love, the backing vocals on your record. Oh, man. Yeah. Me too, dude. I love it. Uh, you know... Be West Coast kind of harmonies has always been the idea. I've always wanted to be like the hill, the have the West Coast shine yeah. on the Texas Hill Country. You know, just that uh, big harmonies and, and glistening. Like Sweetheart of the Rodeo or something? Yeah, kind of. Because that's a pretty influential, this is like a record that did not sell well, but really. And Birds, harmonies, Birds harmonies are kind of the archetype. Birds and Beach Boys harmonies, like yeah. those 
heady intervals that make you uh, that make everything just seem uh, I don't know, man, not otherworldly, but different than your normal yeah. kind of harmonies. You know what yeah. I mean? You know the Buddy Holly harmonies, killer. Those are great, but Crosby, Stills, Nash harmonies. You know yeah. that's gonna be a little more a little more something to chew on. So yeah. all that '70s stuff where the harmonies were featured, I'm all about it. And you get all those intervals, and we double track all the Every line that's going down is getting double tracked, so you just have this, you know, uh, uh, palette, a quilt of, you know, voices running around, you know. I don't know if that makes sense. No, but, it does. But I the harmonies, that's... yeah, the harmonies are always first and foremost, so yeah. we'll find some new intervals today. I have some things that I put down on there, just like rough to right. replace right. by you know better voices and different voices but yeah. me and freedom and landis our vocal blend and we've long been singing together in the meagles and even since What's 2000 meagles? meagles is uh landis fronted meagles on bass me on drums just kind of a bunch of different cover tunes from different eras a lot I of villain it eagles uh it's kind of eagles originally i don't know what the meagles was dreamt of but i heard it, it was mentioned as if the eagles were men and by that, I'm, by that, by that, I mean, don't blame the Eagles, blame the Bee Gees. You know, the, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. falsetto yeah, yeah, endings, yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, uh, the yeah, really yeah, high, yeah, yeah, yeah. strained falsetto is. You don't is, like those? It was of a time, and it's fine. But don't blame the Eagles. Eagles were only doing it because it was disco and like. But I bet they would take some of those. Ah, DJ, which woman has the highest backing vocals in the world, and that's way before highest. Who, who's, disco. Who, who'd you say? Who has the highest? That witchy woman's super high. I know, that's what I'm saying. Vocals. I don't know that high is the answer. That's just my personal tastes. But that's that's pre-high Bee Gees. Um, no. Sure, it's is like it? 72, 73 Oh, but I think Bee Gees were out? still a band before then. They just no, had they disco. were a band. They just hadn't started. started okay, well, singing. maybe don't blame the Bee Gees. Blame the yeah. Eagles. I need to get my timeline Poor right. Bee Gees, man. But I'm not always a believer in the, the soup. I, I don't think that just because you can hit the highest note, I don't know that that's always the best choice because you got to ballast out the what's the melody voice if it's too top heavy right it right, just right. Seem, doesn't seem right. i like the lower voices too um to give it a little something something i don't know whatever brian wilson's doing i'm gonna do that i'm gonna try to do that that's some high shit too he, but that's well, pretty rich uh, but, but, it's but all I, the way it's yeah the and i meant i meant his uh vocal arrangements not necessarily right. his falsetto he does have a killer falsetto no one can do that i i can't i don't want to but i don't mind hearing brian wilson do it because it's so naive it's so naive and speech boys. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, surf and yeah. stuff. But the Eagles is like, it's grown man music. B, you know, BG's is kind of grown man music. Yeah. And you get that. Uh, but it was of the time. You know. So what, what else do you cover in the Meagles? Uh, we do, uh, we'll do Doug Som. Uh, oh, cool. I just came in this bar. Cowboy Payton Place. Uh-huh. We'll do um, Mickey Newberry. Tell me, baby, why you've been gone so long. We'll uh-huh. do um, some Apache surf music. We do quite a few surf tunes. We'll do like Miserloo. We'll nice. do, um, what else do we do? Ooh, Las Vegas. We'll do some kind of up-tempo stuff we can freak out on. We do the Grateful Dead's Deal. We do the Grateful Dead's Ripple. We do the Grateful Dead's Friend of the Devil. It's kind of like bands we dig yeah. and covers by those. So, Where do it, you play? Uh, we play at Driscoll twice a month. Okay. On Friday nights, eight to ten. First and third Friday, I think that's it. Yep. So, do you play a lot of gigs like that, where you go and do these? Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of drumming gigs every Tuesday with Finger Pistol at Little Longhorn. Okay. Um, I do that Grateful Dead band every now Wait, and who again. Who else is in Finger Pistol? Uh, Dan Hardick, 
Landis, Sam Wilson, Mandy Prater. Mandy. Um, Andrew Knapsicker Mandy sometimes. Prater's in there now? Prater, the Prey Train, dude. The pra- have you had the Prey Train on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, awesome. I'm friends with the Prey Train. She's great. She's a great writer, man. We do some of her songs at Finger Pistol. Uh, she has a pop sensibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had her on her show a couple years ago when she released her, like, her first like single of that stuff. Yeah, I bet it was um, on the outside. So it's fun to try that on in a Finger Pistol set. That's interesting. As Knowing you guys both separately, I can't imagine you guys really together. Oh, yeah, it's funny. You know what I mean? We're good friends, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's She's good. awesome. She's a Midwest gal, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're awesome. Um, so, But Finger Pistol's real fun. Because you play a lot, and I'm able to. She wasn't play. into Rosie when she was on the show. I just gotten Rosie. Oh, she was the first person she, that was did on she my podcast. Show it? Did it show that she was? Yeah, annoyed? she was like, "Why is she on me?" <laughs> yeah, 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 she's a cat person. Okay, some people are definitive. Okay, like there's no, uh, there's no line. You know, it's funny. A dog's invasive with uh, their, with their. There's, you know, they yeah. want to be on you. You got to be cool with that. You got to yeah, be yeah. okay with getting dirty. <laughs> if you live a little dirty, like dog, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the dog doesn't have Parkinson's disease, man, I'm all yeah. about it. No, she doesn't have a thing. All right. right. No, I noticed that. This dog yeah. hasn't barked once since I've been here, y'all. No. Johnny's got a good dog. She's fucked a pillow for 30 minutes straight. Yeah. <laughs> Still working on it. <laughs> man, my dog used to hunt my leg. You know, yeah. they used to, I, I haven't had a dog hunt my leg in a long time. Maybe, hey, you're losing your, maybe you're losing it. <laughs> I need to get out more. Shit. Are you still out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, I still am out in the middle of nowhere. It's good. In Dale. 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 Yeah. In my little trailer. I just got a new wall unit So for my AC. So it's not having to struggle. Before I had the AC, I'd have to do like quick takes because I could only turn the AC off for oh, so right. long. And it would take so long to build yeah, it back yeah, up. Yeah. So yeah. everything... It was an editing-heavy process, and now that I'm down to, it can cool off real quick, um, and it, it's strong. I have headroom, man. I got a lot of headroom now, so it's an Arctic igloo. Then I go back out in this stuff, and it's really hot, but where I go to sanctuize is really, it's all right. My, my climate's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing about the music is that there's such a thing of your, the music that you play is so, like, communicative when you're doing it like this piecemeal it doesn't sound like it's taking anything away but do you lament not being able to all be in one room making it at once or no, no? no? Uh, you like it you just can't address the details i yeah, think yeah, yeah. if you're um doing that the de- it's just, you'll play it like you've been playing live and it's fine because you got a good rhythm track and you can sing over it and be done yeah you know but uh i just don't think and if i'm paying for time i can't even slow myself down to think about those things in such detail knowing that's the decision you have to make but time's on it's like there's always that compromise whenever that's interesting in the studio you're always compromising for is this getting us further or are we wasting time do we need to put more details into it is the sand been combed adequately you know those bristles can get smaller and smaller but at some point it's like okay that's perfect enough you know Gotta move on to the next thing. How now that's one that's one of the dangers of doing it yourself yeah. is that you don't ever have to stop. Yep. And there's no one you don't run out of money, you don't yep. run out of time, you yeah. don't run out of anything. Are you finding yourself being able to let go? Um, I'm I'm having to speed up now when I look at how long we've been working on it. <laughs> yeah. A couple months now, a few yeah. months. Yeah. Um I just wanna like we said earlier, I wanna get back to writing to not yes. having that on my mind. But yeah. like yesterday I just decided I think we might just do a singles only kind of thing to buy time 
to finish each song correctly instead of like, because no one's going to hear these if I finish everything and then release it. You know, that could be a ways down the way. And it's like, I want to get these out so people can hear them and then start working on the next thing. Well, I want to do a covers record next. Oh, really? Yeah. What are you going to do on um, that? Where or what songs? What? What, do you have any ideas? Just stuff that influenced like wheels, like uh, Lennon's Watching the Wheels. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Roth's Just Like Paradise. <laughs> this must be, you know, Towns to Lives to Fly. Beach Boys in my room. Yeah. Um, Jerry Rafferty, Baker Street. Whoa. Um, so like six to eight tunes, like here's where we're coming from and here's how we do them. You know what I mean? Just because we've never done covers. Live, we'll maybe do two covers in a set. So right. I don't know. I don't. I, I know some stuff, but it's like, I want, if you're in front of people, here's original music. Original music. Yeah. You know, as much as you can. So, but I'm ready to show some covers. You know, I've got templates out on my computer and stuff like that, but I think those will be dope. And then apply wheelsness to Just Like Paradise. Yeah, yeah, You know? Um, So, fucking... (laughs) What a weird song. I love that. It's so... (laughs) Is that the one where he's climbing the mountains? Yep. Yep. Rock instead. And it came out in winter, so it's not on my summer playlist. So, but that's long been on the covers list to do. But man, the harmonies on that, and it was co-written by Brett Tuggle, the keyboard player. Yeah. Who came in after Yankee, after uh, Eat Him and Smile. Yeah. But it's just like a pop masterpiece. And it's mixed hot as fuck. It's the second song on the record. So after like Knuckle Bones, it's really hot. And all these keyboards come in. It's like, wow. Dave's gone. Just total pop. This is a yeah. perfect pop song. So Dave's yeah. gone pop. Dave's why I rock, brah. Um, Dave's why I rock. High in the 90s is a really good summer song, by the way. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's a great summer jam. I wanted to rush it to get out on first day of summer. Yeah, first day of summer. Summer releases from now on, Memorial Day weekend. That's when you got to do Dude, it. Dude, you yeah. got to get that, get it early. Get That's when people are yeah. feeling summer. Yeah. By the first day of summer, quote unquote. I don't know what this is called it. anymore. Like this is like summer. This is called extreme hell. summer. Fucking hell, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude. We have August weather in, in June now. So... It seems like this feels like August, just brutal. You know, I'm not going to over complain because I got to save some in my complaining tank for August. Yeah. If oh, yeah, that's going to happen. too much now. How, I mean, yeah. Does it get hotter? Like 115 or something? Yeah, but, man. And in Jesus. September, back when ACL used to be in September, when Coldplay played, Oof, Coldplay. that was 110. That was the, the dusty one. Yeah. And the dust. and that was the hurricane oh, in Houston. Yeah. Dude, that was. That was rough, but, that was so and that funny. was a long time ago. So we have it. We yeah. we're not immune. You know, we have been having high temperatures, but just lately the the <laughs> heat index. When I look at my app and it says feels like 120, I don't know, but that's just something kind of harsh about that. At what point yeah. do cars start melting? You know, like everything I got outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, yeah. how, how my tires going to do if they're just bait? My car doesn't sit under anything. You know, it's just in the sun. What about your trailer? Uh, my trailer has a, oh, a shady grove. That's good. what I call it, shady grove, because yeah. it's under trees, oh, yeah. and the only light that hits it is in the more the only direct sun is morning, and so in the winter it's the trees are bare, so I got sun all the time, but it's like laid out perfectly to the cardinal directions. So, but yeah, man, I like it. It's my little paradise. I told my dad, my dad came when we got barbecue. I was like, man, dad, I feel like I'm in paradise, paradise out here. And he's like, uh, he's kind of shaking his head. Cause it's kind of low rent, dude. You know what I mean? It is not fancy. And it is, it's kind of held together with, with gauze and hope. 
non-adhesive gauze and hope. And it, it just kind of exists. Like right now I got a water heater leak, but it's Ruralia, dude. So no one's coming tomorrow. And so my landlady's been uh, trying to make a, wa- a plumbing appointment. It happens tomorrow at 1 p.m. Okay. So this has been like since last week. The, what, the leak's just been getting worse. So to turn on the water for a shower outside, that there's a leak you know, out there. Oh, yeah. I'm not plumbing savvy. So, but whatever. It's either that, it's either put up with it, wait till it gets fixed, or be like, I need higher accommodations, which means I got to work more to make more rent, which means, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's yeah. a slippery slope to wanting fancier lifestyle if you've already got your belt tightened. Right. right. To the minimum. Right. So, that has a lot to do with the slacker ethos. If you just refuse to spend New Austin money yeah. on living like, you know, fucking, you're not getting my dollar. I'm yeah. voting with my dollar. I'm not going to give it to you. Yeah. Fancy place. That's all the fancy places. Who knows, man? Austin dropped in like the fucking, the places people want to live, like to like that. number 40 or something. Because if you're number one for all those years. Yeah, that's, that people are like, oh my God. Yeah. And you're like, well, what do you think? Is going to be number one forever? Yeah. It's like the also, people, oh yeah. Also, ahead. it's like the, the Austin that we moved to, it's not going to, like a cool town where everybody can live there for super cheap and it's super easy to go out and super, everything. So eventually everyone's going to move there. It's going to become a cool city. They're going to have a show about it that's not even filmed here. It's like in L.A. with Rob Lowe yeah, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't no, seen it. I've watched I like the beginning it. of it. I see the headlines and, uh, yeah. yeah. Nashville had its show about it. And, yeah, yeah, You know, a lot yeah. of people liked it, but when a town's having a show made about it, a, yeah. a, a, a drama, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, all right, man, you <laughs> fucking jumped the shark. You know, we're over this kind of stuff. But but it's the new dough that kind of rolls in that when the, when the average income changes and becomes... Uh, unattainable yeah. by the if you were into the slacker lifestyle you like the what Austin had to offer you said it everybody could participate in it because yeah. there was nothing prohibitive and so it just reaches a point where it's cost prohibitive don't you ever play Continental Club um, no that's hard to yeah it's hard to play to get booked into so, really yeah um, but I don't know we need a booking agent we need somebody with a little more pull than What's Freedom doing? I thought he makes movies. He makes people's records. He's real Plays cute. Bands, yeah. yeah. Has kids. The hell does he? Yeah. The hell is he bitching about? Uh, Get some more gigs. Was he yeah. handsome filmmaker? Start beat. Start. Uh, <laughs> start uh, booking gigs. Freedom. Come on, man. Johnny said it. I always thought. I always thought that of his whole organization as like a whole movement. Uh, yeah, I thought they were kind of a one-stop shop because I came around. Probably after the crest was, of that. There was a whole thing. They were like a mail order. Yeah, him and Dave thing. Sanger. Yeah, yeah. Sanger. Yep. Um, ran that business out of their place. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, they'd get CDs sent over there. I went over and picked up our first record, you know, in 2018. So, but they were at the tail end. You know, by then, it's all online. Kind of yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's tough. But I had some printed up because it was like having a CD release party and all yeah. that. But I haven't printed anything up and I won't, yeah. you know? They're just drink coasters. Yeah. CDs these days. It's all online. You can check everything out there. So, yeah. I don't know. I think when you were asking earlier, we were talking about Space Flight Records a little bit, and you were asking, what do they do? I think a lot of it is you have a scene. Like, this is like Sub Pop. Like, nobody made, nobody got rich uh, getting a record deal with Sub Pop until they got sold off to somebody else. Yeah. But it was, they were part of a thing. And you were under that, you you were under that umbrella, I guess. 
and and it's it's like by association gets right. you a lot of credibility. Right, right. So um, that's cool. Who, who's on their roster? I mean, a fuckload of people. Like okay. 35 people. Wow. Like a lot of people. All right. Yeah. Tons of people you've heard of and stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll have to look and see what they do and get Check preview. it out. Yeah. yeah. There's a few other ones in town that are doing stuff. It's just a matter of like people getting together and they have somebody there that volunteers to do the publicity and somebody that volunteers to do this. And oh, it's man. just all like kind of like it's it's the thing is, is like it's people that really want to do it. Do they have like a booking arm? Do they do some of them booking? do? I know, okay. like, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the other labels, but I've had a few of them on here. But yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good. we need an enthusiast who likes to book. Yeah, you know, an enthusiast. not a whole lot of dough to be made at this level. But too bad Anar is not a booking agent. I know, man, he would get stuff done. Talk about uh, full plates. Talk about having a lot of plates in the air. I know. Where is, have you seen him? I haven't seen. him. I saw him uh, at ACL. We did that. Widespread panic dates with oh, yeah, AMF, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. So I, I saw him there. on our final night. That was awesome, bro. That was killer. Um, and then I saw him. We did a gig with him out at Driftwood at Vista, nice. maybe three weeks ago or something like that. Cool. So yeah, man, he's back around. So it's good to see the Narski. Narski. Um, <laughs> people can find you guys at StoneWheelsMusic.com. High in the '90s is the latest single. If you don't know this band and their music, it's fucking great. I just updated the website, y'all. So if you don't even want to get on your socials yeah. or Spotify or whatever, go, oh. to, go to our website under music. And it, it won't take you to Spotify, but you can just listen to it all right there. Can I tell you, your artwork is so good. At first, I thought it was like an NFT you were selling. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? man. Like, let, let me tell you about my crypto. No, man. I'm so <laughs> I, I'm against all that fictitious bullshit. Um, my buddy ran it. Doug, who gave me the idea, <clears throat> has like an AI filtered thing down okay. San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. And ran an old promo picture of mine. I didn't know what picture it was originally yeah, from, yeah. but it reminded me of Waking Life. Remember yeah, yeah, Waking yeah, Life, yeah, of course, of course. Rotoscope, yeah, yeah. stuff. Bob Saviston, that guy. I was um, uh, I'm friends with that. Did guy. he invent it? Is he the He's guy? He's the guy. He's wow. the guy. He used that to was, work with my ex-wife Tracy. That's that yeah. was staggering to look at. I loved Waking Life back yeah. when that came out. Yeah, yeah. I thought that yeah. whole. I think Graham Reynolds did the soundtrack. Maybe probably but did. I sent it to Bill. I sent this high in the '90s when I got the master back to Bill Elm and Mike Semple, my old friends of Dean Martinez bandmates. Yeah, yeah, Bill. I love Bill. Yeah, and I'm like, hey man, uh, check it out. New song. If y'all know any music supervisors, hit me up. And so Dan uh, emailed back Linklater's email. And he's like, can't hurt to try. Oh, sorry, dude. That's, that's right. Try. And he's like, can't hurt to try. Uh, and so I saw that there on the page. I was like, wow. Because we worked together at fast, on Fast Food Nation. Yeah. Friends of Dean scored yeah, that. Yeah. That's, so, oh, by the way, have I ever told you this? Did I tell you this last time? What's that? I, the, the last scene in the movie with the, the, the their oh, cow execution Yeah. Scene. Dude, that's arresting. That's, that's arresting. Mm. I was bawling. I was bawling and I could never tell if it was what I was seeing or the music or just the combination. But that music in that movie is fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Congratulations. Dude, awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah, that was a high. That was cool. I always forget that you were in that band. Yeah, yeah. You've been I in came, so many bands. I've been in so many bands, yeah, dude. Yeah. I stopped listing them all because I, I could go on now about everybody I drum with. which is like, dang. So, but every every band I've I've gotten something from, you know what I mean? And I have fond ass memories of Friends of Dean. Like, that was awesome. Those were my first European tours with those guys. Like kind of a green dude. I was just kind of maybe able to call myself yeah, yeah. professional around yeah. then. Late 90s. Um, I had a, there was one night I, I was playing in Tucson I was, when I was playing with Ian Moore. 
and and Bill and I like swore to be best friends forever. Dude, and I he was, and he, was, he was gonna get uh, he was gonna get Richard Carpenter to produce my next record. That oh. was his, that was big. That was his dude, idea. That yeah. <laughs> Man, I miss Elm, dude. What's that hotel? Uh, hotel Congress. Hotel Congress. Oh, and the tap is the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. That bar is amazing. Yeah. That, that uh, cafe, Cafe Cup. I think it's called Cafe Cup Cafe. Except talk about it, but there's a, the place doesn't have AC. Oh, you're absolutely right. And it was yeah. in the summer when we were playing. So like Maybe the venue's AC. Yeah, like only a only little bit uh, of it is AC, but it's just those swamp coolers. Jesus Christ. Man, we, we played a show there. I think it was there. One of their decade anniversaries at hotel congress so friends of dean played um and then you know whatever went on to you know tie one on and the night was going on i was getting myself into some trouble and there was a knock at my door and bill's like hey man let's go across the street i got a group we're gonna go across the street and jam at the rialto and i was like yeah man and i was you know yeah like i said it was late in the night but we went over to the rialto and someone had a key set up on stage and just played to it, this empty yeah. theater that sounded. I mean, there were a few people out there, but it was mainly for us. Yeah. Maybe eight of us. Chuck Prophet, I think, was there that night. Simple, of course. And some other guy in that old green on red Tucson scene. Some other dude like. Uh, yeah, that's a whole fucking that whole scene. Yep. scene. And Lauren Fogel, you know her. Fogel, of course. She's yeah. out in Lockhart. She knows all those guys. And so I met Fogel. I think I knew her before the Friends, Friends crew. But I feel like the last time so I saw her was those. at one of your shows. Yeah, I believe yeah, it. Yeah. You know what? Clive Bar. Clive Bar. Clive Bar yeah. lo- on a Monday night. Yeah, we used yeah. to do Mondays down yeah, there. Yeah, that's the last time I yeah. saw her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. I remember that night. Johnny, I remember it. What shows you're at? Yeah, I got to tell you uh, <laughs> that, that Hotel Congress, I always say I spent a week there one night. Spent a week there one night. That's yeah. awesome, dude. I did. Do you have that in a song? <laughs> no. Fuck. No, I just say it a lot about that place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hotel Congress. Yeah, I spent a week there one night. It was I mean, long. Dude, I that's played golden. a gig. I went places. I, yeah. You can eat there great. You can drink there great. You don't have I to leave that. I might have hit on Fogel. You what? <laughs> might have hit on Fogel yeah. in the middle of the night. <laughs> no doubt, dude. <laughs> she was there she was present at the at the at the let's get richard carpenter was she living to, there at the time or just uh no i think she was we were driving i know i think we, she was driving did you just get chills is no, that why you look no my dog it wasn't a look at the watch yesterday. it was a look at the forearm mm. i'll look at my arm when i get chills just to double check yeah that no, i, I am when chills. i listen to music yeah bro isn't that cool it's electricity it's in pretty there. weird yep. it's weird this like still like Two days ago, I got it. Saturday morning, I was listening to music in my grandma's kitchen. Yeah. And I got it. Just kind of overcome. Yeah. Something Stuff about like, that, man. Yeah. And to have those little feelings that are like, oh, that just, you can log that as a meaningful, you don't know what happened, but you were deeply moved. Yeah. The the sonics of the music, the smells or whatever. And then to have that like, okay, your body's, your uh, emotions are dialed yeah. in. Hold on, I gotta go back to this artwork. Okay, sorry. Oh we'll, yeah, we'll go off. Wow, we okay. sidetracked. So it, I was gonna say something. I didn't want you to get mad at me, but I was like, it, it had the vibe. <laughs> I mean, like a really good. The artwork's amazing. Okay, I but love this also, setup, dude. <laughs> also, it also it's like, are there other ones that are like those Donald Trump ones that came out like at Christmas? Remember when oh, he was like an trading cards? <laughs> trading cards. Oh, dude. <laughs> Maybe we should do something like that. Yeah, that's why I was wondering if it was an NFT because it looked like something you could sell as like a 
thing. Yeah, and I wouldn't because that stuff's kind of weird to me. But uh, <laughs> it, it is. James Gwynn remarked on uh, Facebook. He's like, "Oh man, that's killer art. Great cover art. It is great and, art." Yeah, and, and I said, uh, "The devil made me do it." Hashtag seduced by AI. Yeah, because AI, man, these images are so arresting. Yeah, and it's something. I don't know. It's fascinating, but I did not want to give credence that I'm not going to do AI lyrics ever. And even doing AI art is like taking an artist out or taking a real photograph out of the equation. I had a, I had a picture from big Ben, me and Doug tripping hard on the desert medicines. And that was going to be the cover. I got this lantern. He's in a skunk hat. We're with our old psychonaut bras. And it's like a, we're way in, we're way in on a 24 hour situation. And it's, to see a picture, to see a photograph of like, whoa, to see the eyes and just the, the vigor of yeah, the yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, like, wow, yeah. this has got to be the cover. And then he was messing around with mid journey for the AI thing. Yeah, and that's yeah. where it was like, I think this is going to be it. Cause we would have had to edit the photograph. Freedom would have had to scan. It would have taken effort. And it was right. like, I need to get this up to make the yeah. summertime deadline. Yeah. And it's cool to look at. And yeah. none of our records have my face on it or yeah. nothing more, nothing less cover had my face on it. Right, so right, right. it's always been that logo. So yeah. there's no logo on it. It's that same font, lean into the light font, right, right. kind of seventies. But uh, yeah, the aesthetic's killer and it's eye catching and people, it's they, cool they hit play yeah, it's, when they see that. Really it seems good. like, yeah. I haven't gotten the Spotify numbers today, but every day at 11 o'clock, the last few days. Oh, really? Like, they update, and when you put a new single out, it's it's live ticker. Oh. And so you're refreshed. It's, Why are you doing that to yourself? Man, because it's exciting. It's Is it exciting? Fuck. It seems like it would also be depressing if it didn't. Like, I don't know. It's it's doing good. And so That's it's good. like, it, it thrills me, but I'm not doing anything else. I'm like, I'm sidetracked with euphoria. You know what I mean? And like, it's almost like the social media buzz when you're getting ton of if something did well and you're like cool man a lot of people know about that show or whatever this is real time wow okay so a pair of ears just listened to it dude that was seven pairs of ears that just listened to it you know and you just think that's what you want is people to hear your music and i love this it sounds great it's a great song so i'm super happy that it's making it into people's ears okay and so and it's the most traction we've had of any release and i think kutx radio for that I think, well, this hadn't aired yet, but I think this, because yeah. this will add listeners, yeah. whatever kind of promo you're doing. But KUTX has a lot of weight. And Jack uh, yeah. Anderson's little bio and dude, spoken that, word introduction, I, we're dude, just like, dude. Unbelievable. Come on. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. He uh, gets it, man. Yeah, he gets it. He and, gets it. Yeah. and Mar That's uh, what I thought when I read it. I was like, this guy gets it. Yeah, yeah. And I loved, the, I, I overlooked the, um, they're on a sprawling, lackadaisical, uh, uh, meteorological masterpiece. What the of, hell? Uh, That's yeah, amazing. Er, he said it was a sequence of words. It's a pull quote I, for the you know press kit. Or check whatever. it out. I was listening to it uh, at this girl I've been going out with. Mm -hmm. We were listening to it this morning. And, oh, awesome! And dude. she was like, "Oh yeah, this, like, this is totally a great summer jam." And then I'm like, "Man, listen to this!" And I read it to her, and she was like, "Jesus!" Oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. If they read that and then don't listen to the thing, They're they'll be stupid. like, cool, I got to find this band. And yeah, then yeah. hopefully they'll you know get to that first. Yeah. But it's all singles. The way we've been doing it. I'm going to read it in the intro of the show. I'm going to read okay. his, his, yeah, his yeah. thing because it's so good. It's and so it, great. It really encapsulates the band and the song and everything so well. That and I, when I send out that link now too uh, for, what did I have to do? I had to, I had to link somebody to that song. And I'll put that as the song link so they'll get the, word introduction so they're getting a bio 
a band bio and the newest tune, yeah. which saves me a lot of, a guy at AMF did our bio up, killer, I forget his name, he's credited on those, but uh, he rearranged our bio and was like, dude, great words, yeah. you know, that's, a, that's yeah. great words. And then as people get it, as, as you know, as we grow, people say, you know, cooler stuff. Jack Anderson's things is dope. So yeah, yeah, that'll be in the press kit for sure. Well, I love you, man. I'm glad. I you love you too, show, Johnny. Bro. Man, I love being on your podcast, bro. I, I like you being on the show. We can talk, can't yeah. we? Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> um, high in the '90s is the single. Get out there and get involved. Uh, Stonewheelsmusic.com. Find it wherever it is you stream and download music. I just updated that website a couple of days ago too. Yeah. A few Check days late from the good. release. It's looking good. Yeah, finally. All right. Hey, thanks for having me, dude. Thanks for doing it. All right, love you, buddy. That's my old pal, Andrew Gerfers, baby. Go check out Stone Wheels right now, stonewheelsmusic.com. That's where you can find them. Check out the song High in the 90s. Look and see if they're coming to a town near you. You know they're great, baby. You know they're great. I want to thank Gerf for doing the show. Love that dude. Love him. Hey, gang, don't forget when you're out there checking out stonewheelsmusic.com, you can subscribe to this podcast. And listen, if you're on Stitcher, it is going away at the end of August. So go right now and subscribe to How Did I Get Here on a different platform. Please do that. We're going to lose a lot of subscribers when Stitcher goes down. Okay? So thank you so much for listening to the show. Have a great weekend. Here's the rest of the song, High in the 90s, by the great Andrew Gerfers and his band, Stone Wheels. Let's get down. Been God only knows high in the night.